0: Everybody, Shydette here. Thanks for listening to the Nintendo Drum Podcast. I can't wait to join you all in Animal Crossing tomorrow. Take care. Bye. Day number seven of the self-quarantine. The Nintendo Jump crew has started displaying abnormal personality quirks in their isolation. We fear if the situation does not improve, things will deteriorate for them. Daryl and Beck have continued life mostly as normal, but they have also started learning to speak dog. Their dog has seemingly taken this opportunity and named herself their queen. Her reign with an iron paw has just begun. Thus far, the consequences aren't terribly drastic, but we fear she has much larger plans in store. TJ, meanwhile, has started to question all things gaming. He's frequently heard spouting questions such as, Are Mario games good? Do truly classic games exist? Do I even like Metroidvanias? Why do I only play Rocket League? Why do I hate friendly animals? What does fun and good even mean? We can only speculate on what this means for his students. Sergio, meanwhile, is taken to organizing and reorganizing everything in his room. He's frequently seen moving furniture into new positions and trying to put everything he finds into his pockets. All the while, he has begun counting to himself. This started about three days ago as a mumble but has progressed to full on shouting. What's more, instead of counting up, his is a countdown. We fear for Sergio's safety as well as our own because our calculations indicate that the countdown ends tonight. We're nervous for Kevin. In the short time he has been quarantined, he has bought up the entire city's supply of kombucha but seemingly forgot about such essentials such as hand sanitizer, toilet paper, and food. Contrary to expectations, the effervescence issue has gotten worse in isolation, as he no longer needs to rely on electricity to light his apartment. Even when alone, and without the use of telephone communication as far as we can tell, he's constantly in conversation with an unknown correspondent that he only refers to as Squall. Who is this Squall? How are they communicating? We can only hazard our own guesses at this point. If this continues, we genuinely feel that the situation will get worse for all of them. We can only hope that some form of entertainment can correct these issues and provide a common communication path for them. Only time will tell.
1: Hello and welcome to episode number 90 of the Nintendo Jump Podcast. We are a weekly discussion podcast created for Nintendo gamers by Nintendo gamers. It's March 19th. Sergio is super excited. My name is Daryl and today I'm once again joined (laughs) by Sergio. How excited are you, (laughs) Ah, oh, dude, it's been—I don't know how I
2: did it, but I managed to convince myself that it's probably not true. So I still haven't grasped the full extent of what's gonna happen in less than two hours. So oh, I'm, I'm calm, <laughs> you know. I'm 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 sane still, luckily.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there were some massive air quotes around that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm glad to hear it though, and uh, you know, well, we're also joined this week by Kevin. How are you, man? You know,
3: I'm 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 doing I'm doing okay. You know, I'm still feeling very effervescent. Uh, oh no! You know. <laughs> you know what? I I did I uh, I managed to still have some kombucha left. I don't know how much that will last, but if it does, um, will you sponsor me? Anyway, no. So I just I'm feeling I'm ready for you know that game that's coming out in a couple of hours. You know, I'm ready for some new horizons. You know, crossing of animals. Like I'm good to go. I just. I have it preloaded with the update, one point nice. one zero. Nice, 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 You know, my my social life is about to end, <laughs> very soon. <laughs> no, <Nah>, I'm, <kidding. laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, it will end tonight. No, but I'm I'm ready. I I'm <laughs> I'm ready for the game. Uh, yeah. But you know, we do have another person on the line. Uh, we got TJ.
4: TJ. Yeah. How you doing, man? Why, hello. I'm good. Uh, I don't want to downplay the seriousness of all this COVID-19 stuff, but for me personally, uh, I love staying in my house, and I love being with my family, so none of us have been sick, thankfully. So we've had a great week so far, and I'm looking (laughs) forward to a couple more, to be honest. Um, I'm not trying to, again, downplay how serious the situation is, and it is affecting uh, so many people, but for us so far, uh, we're enjoying our time together, so I'm doing real well. And my daughter is so excited for Animal Crossing. Uh she can't wait to wake up. She wants to go to bed so she can wake up and play. Uh, so I look forward to seeing the joy on her face tomorrow.
1: Nice. Nice. That's cool. So I mean, yeah, with uh a- as this illness is progressing, uh more and more stuff is shutting down <clears throat> and we're we're being more and more uh quarantined a little bit. How you guys doing? Like what are you, what are you thinking? Sergio, how are you feeling, man?
2: You know, it's interesting. Um, I like Shai's approach of focusing on the positive of it. It, I mean, it's going to pass. Just got to, you know, pay attention to what's going on, be cautious, uh, be reasonable, and be understanding of others, and just take care, um, be logical, and, you know, stay safe. Well, other than that, yeah, it's a, it's a very good time and very good setup, if you will, for playing video games.
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, I've been uh, pretty much in the same kind of boat as as TJ has. Like, I've been just kind of enjoying my evenings lately. Now, uh, I have been having to work, unfortunately, but uh, that's starting to kind of shift into more of a work from home type situation. Not fully there yet, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't mind it because I'm I'm catching up on some games I'm, I've been meaning to play. Which, by the way. Uh, I finished Mega Man Zero Two, 2, hated that game, and, uh, started Mega Man Zero Three, 3, and it's great again. So, hey, world's yes. mystery. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> no, Kevin, how are you doing, man? You
3: know what? I'm I'm doing okay. I mean, I started working from home this week and, you know, just trying to get as much exercise as I can. Uh, you know, for those who don't know, I have an Orange Theory membership, and Orange Theory is a gym, that does high-intensive workouts. Um, it's like a classroom setting with a coach, blah, blah, blah. I can get into that next time. Uh, so they close down their studios uh, all across the nation f- uh, for the time being. And even my downstairs apartment gym is closed temporarily. So I have to rely on doing home exercises, more push-ups, sit-ups, planks, different, you know, just different exercises to make sure that I st- Stay sane. And at the same time, playing some video games, I picked up a couple recently, including one from a uh, very particular direct that I've heard from, (laughs) or yeah, and then another one that I heard from last week, So, uh, which I'll talk about a little uh, later on. And yeah, just been trying to keep myself sane and not drink all the kombucha (laughs) that I have. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's been me. And just getting ready for, you know, my social life in a form of a game. <laughs> nice, <laughs>
4: nice. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll tell you, Guy, because I'm in heaven. Instead <laughs> of 5.30 in the morning, I'm up at 7.55 because we're full work from home, and I'm at work on time. And <laughs> when, work, when work ends, it ends. I don't have a 45-minute to an hour trip of picking people up and driving home because I have a... 35 mile commute to work and yeah, I'm dig. I'm get like 10, 12 hours back each week on top of um, oh man. Turns out, in my opinion, distance teaching is way easier than in person teaching. Um, <laughs> and I'm fortunate enough that my paycheck has not been impacted by this, so I'm getting full pay while getting hours of my life back and increased time with uh, family. And uh, we've been fortunate enough to hit the stores when they're stocked, so. Uh, I'm not so far so good, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, mm. Busting mm-hmm. through the backlog. That intro was uh, awfully accurate, in some of the questions I've <laughs> been asking as I as I play through my backlog. But I'm not going to get too into that. But uh, what intro it, are you talking about, man? I mean, um, never. I plead the fifth. But uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, so I, I'm a. It's been good for us as a family so far. I, I hear you on the exercise thing, but I've got a 50 and a 75-pound kid to throw around, so that's how I'm trying to stay in shape.
1: That does help. I well, have a
4: good. Which you might hear them from time to time in the background. My wife's taking one for the team and trying to keep them in the back of the house. But that's if you hear them, uh, hey, guys, I have kids, so. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: oh, what? <man. laughs> Get out.
3: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I do have a quick question though how about running have you done some running as of late because i actually went out yesterday for a run it was really nice there weren't as many people uh, outside and i there have been some very good practice of social distancing so uh, i think it's very safe to do that to a certain degree um have has running been accessible in your neighborhood
4: yeah where we are it's we're such a small town it's it's never really been an issue so that that's not changed at all i admittedly that's haven't good. been Running here lately, but my dog's loving getting walked like five times a day because I need something to do. So, <laughs> nice. Oh. Yeah, he's, he's probably benefiting the most from all this. He's like, My humans are here all the time. Uh, <laughs> so, what but, a treat.
1: I, I just gotta say, like, the you know, this is kind of a scary time, and it's kind of uh, you know, every time I go out. I've been to the store a couple times and such. Yeah, you know, I I'm feeling a little weird about it at, at this point. Um even like at work, I'm feeling a little bit weird. But I, I gotta say, I love that our media of choice is video games. <laughs> um just because like it it has been a way that we're still talking to each other over Discord, which by the way, join our Discord. Um Yes. We're still talking to each other, we're still being able to like play games together and stuff, and it's just kinda uh, I don't feel, you know, quite as isolated. I'll say uh, as mm. the situation mm-hmm. would probably like merit, and, and right, that's been right. that's been pretty nice for me, actually.
3: Yeah, and that's great because you know, you, me, Sergio, TJ, like, and you know, we've all been playing video games, just trying to keep ourselves entertained. And over 20 million people were playing video games too on a specific Sunday. Uh, or it was reported on Sunday that over 20 million people were on Steam uh, on that day because what else are we going to do, which is the title of a Kotaku article that I read not too long ago. And it talked about how there were, as the title says, there's a lot of people on Steam. And there were 6.4 of those million playing one particular game. Uh, Can you guess what that game could be? Rocket League. Ooh. No. It, it's never been that high. <laughs> Fortnite <laughs> is it
4: Fortnite? It's Fortnite, isn't it? It's it's actually not Fortnite. Okay,
2: oh, really? We,
3: it it isn't. Uh uh Daryl, Sergio, do you got do you have a guess? Oh, man. What time frame was this? So this was uh last Sunday. And it yeah, it was Sunday. Uh so I think it was within a week or from that Sunday. Yeah. So Oh, or well. just that Sunday.
2: Knowing the Asker, I'm going to say Call of Duty.
1: Yeah, the, it's got to be the, the Battle Royale one.
3: Oh, man, you know what? That's a... Cl- no. I, I, I <laughs> thought it would have been too, but it, it's actually Counter-Strike, which was... What? Oh. Yeah. It. I, I mean, I'm looking at the article right now. Like, it, of, of that 6.4 million, just over 1 million were playing a single game, Uh, Counter-Strike. And, uh, yeah, so... Which itself sets a new record for over the past two days, passing that seven-figure milestone for the first time in its history.
1: That's surprising on a bunch of counts, but I'll I'll let it go for now. <laughs> that's crazy, Counter Strike. Shout out to my uh, high school self.
3: <laughs> so that was so that's one oh, yeah, and me too. I remember playing 1.5, 1.6, but anywho, uh, so that's that was the one million out of the 6.4 million we were actively playing the game. Uh, the other top games being played were Dota 2 at 700k rainbow six siege at 196k path of exile at 115k and a fan favorite grand theft auto 5 at 173k so that made up the 6.4 million uh and you know i i don't it's yeah that's quite a bit and i can't imagine how many people are logged in right now so we'll see how it goes but yeah it's we expect to see more people playing on PC and hopefully the Switch. I wish they had an article about the Switch, but shout out to uh, the person who wrote this, Luke Plunkett on Kotaku. A very good article. Yeah, they
1: don't, sweet. N- they don't have any Nintendo data on that, but uh, we all yeah. know this com- com- upcoming weekend, uh, Animal Crossing is going to pass like $40 million, so there you go. <laughs> yeah,
3: and, you know, which, which is... I mean, this is unprecedented. I mean, in the just having this, this video, this like this medium. Just, I believe it is the number one entertainment platform right now, and I say that with a lot of confidence because uh, I've heard through the grapevine that Netflix and other streaming platforms have been <clears throat> heavily encouraged to switch to standard edition definition or standard definition. During the COVID-19 crisis, it's an article on TechCrunch, um, and this article has mentioned how the European Commission is putting pressure on Netflix and other streaming platforms to switch to standard definition during periods of peak demand as the coronavirus puts unprecedented load on internet infrastructure. So this is... I mean, when I read that, I was like, oh, man, this is like...
1: <laughs> Guess what, Nintendo players? It's our time to shine. We've dealt That's with poor r- internet infrastructure for years now.
4: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We've been building this is for this moment. our home field
1: advantage, man.
4: <laughs> I mean, it, it makes sense. Everybody's at home. And to see the, the spike on Steam, which I'd assume is indicative of spikes on all, all platforms, We there's been extensive talk on past episodes about video gaming being this great immersive, active uh, medium and entertainment, but also the level of escapism, which, as you mentioned, I think it's only helped probably Animal Crossing sales. And you look at some other countries, their sales data, Nintendo Switches, uh, their sales have gone up since COVID-19, um, including Ring Fit Adventure, because, as was mentioned earlier, gyms are closed. Right. Uh, so it, it <sighs> makes sense, uh, I think... It's nice in the context of gaming to look at that, uh, but it, it it all adds up with everything we're hearing in, in the news. But it is nice that we have this uh, medium, uh, like as Kevin mentioned, to to engage in and, and uh, to escape with. And without it, I mean, yeah, I'd still be having fun, but I, I think I'm having the most fun uh, because of gaming as we're shut in for weeks.
2: And we still have the... I guess, in a way, the social aspect of multiplayer, um, that, you know, the the more, I guess what I'm, I'm trying to say is that Nintendo has embraced online multiplayer a little more. I guess they're kind of mm-hmm. catching up, I would say, honestly, but it's just nice that we still have uh, social multiplayer. We can do it online a lot easier than before. Uh, we have text chat, voice chat. It's
4: all there. We, we can all play together at the same time, having fun. I mean, yeah, last night we did fours on Rocket League. Yeah. yeah, shout out to Dragon our, for joining mm, us
1: our goodbye to Sergio party yep yes. <laughs> it felt special it felt it did. I, I, I mentioned on Discord it felt reminiscent and it did it felt like a culmination of all the time that we've gotten to spend with Sergio before we sh- we send him off to his deserted island to never hear from him again so you know join me uh, here's we wish you well my for friend. You, Serge. there you go okay I'm kidding. You're gonna be back next week. <laughs> Hopefully. Allegedly. We'll see. <laughs> Allegedly. He's just laughing right now, which admittedly makes me a little nervous. Um, we saw
4: that tweet earlier.
1: Yeah. That was a uh, that was a painful tweet. Oh, um, okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna save this by hard swerving it as as hard as I possibly can. Uh, into uh as you guys probably know if you listen to our show before we do game of the month and game of the month is a basically a time that where we all play the same game uh, in our discord with a bunch of he- uh, people and it it's voted on by our community members it's just a lot of fun so we have been playing all month uh Super Mario maker 2 which feels kind of like a throwback uh, but that was kind of intentional because uh, it came out and flopped real hard last year um I mean I, I say that it did it did really well but it died very quickly and um yeah TJ you've been kind of running it so what do you think so far
4: so far it's been a great experience it's been a great pick for game of the month and a testament to that is last week a lot of our members in discord made water levels that I did not hate um yeah. which is hard for me to nice. do in Mario uh, we also had some auto-scrolling levels, a couple I did hate, uh, Sergio's. And, uh, <laughs> but uh, it, I, it's fun seeing the, the creation, the creative side of everybody and how we could take a theme or two and everybody approaches it from uh, different angles. And Daryl, you had your like, piece de resistance, you had your best level ever made that week. Um.
1: It is a top 10 Mario level all time, in my opinion, so, yeah. Confirmed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's called Clearing the Clog. That's I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm
5: just going <laughs> to leave it right there. No
4: context necessary. Nope. This week, we are focusing on multiplayer levels. I tried to design one where you had to have a second player to cooperatively work with you to go through these little puzzles and then have boss fights along the way. I don't know if it's broken, though, because uh, you can't play test truly a multiplayer level. I had to put a not-so-secret dev exit so I could post the level. And our friend Egg Shen, (laughs) shout out to him again, he's made a couple already. We're hoping on Sunday evening maybe to get some of our Discord members together so we can play these multiplayer levels together. And if you haven't joined us yet, it's not too late. We invite you to join our Discord and hop in our Mario Maker Game of the Month channel and, and either make some levels or just play some of the posted ones and join the fun.
3: Yeah, and, you know, it's it's always fun to make levels and just for other people to play. I mean, personally for me, I I was trying my best not to make a brutally hard level because last time I made two of them that were, I think they were pretty challenging. But this time... You know, I was like, okay, I'm gonna try and make it more accessible because, as what shy guy has has told me before, and I do agree, uh, Mario is about creative platforming, not ridiculously hard. <laughs> difficulty. So,
4: and yet I still couldn't beat this week's oh.
3: level. So, honestly, I I really wish you could have and I'm sure after if you maybe a few more tries you can, but I
4: I, I probably could have, but my rage dissatisfaction <laughs> level was dropping precipitously, so I waved the white flag cuz I thought you and I should still remain friends if we're going to host this show together the number of oh.
1: hammer bros just saying "cha" at me the entire time is just that's just egregious man oh. like <laughs> they're throwing their hammers at me going "cha,
5: I'm like stop it stop
3: oh man but but you know uh it, it was I,
4: a good level i just
1: need yeah. to get good no it was good i am just giving <laughs> you a hard oh. time oh. And it, then, was, it was but, well done and then, oh, so you you threw some shade at Sergio's level, Sergio. I gotta say, and I haven't told you this uh, outside of this podcast. I've gotta say, one, you have a dark side uh, for sure, <laughs> for sure. But also, your levels are like there's there's a method there, and there's like there's a sense of like chaos, but almost a sense of design behind it that i can't really put to words but it almost <laughs> just makes me want to keep playing it and i'm like okay so so for anybody listening um it's an auto-scrolling level with an angry sun and a ton of single blocks either winged single blocks so they're flying around or fire blocks so spinning fire bar blocks yeah a ton of them <laughs> that's it that's a <laughs> like like i said there's like this there's like this path through the level you can kind of take and it's it just like sometimes you're jumping backwards sometimes forwards and i don't know i i, I kind of swung around too i like that level it's just kind of fun so well, you,
4: you said you didn't have words i have words uh it's it's oh. the worst and i hate you
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> i'm just kidding it's just because i'm so awful at the level it's just petty it's really petty jealousy that I can't beat it, so no. the the uh, Angry
3: Sun is definitely a thing because you he had you had the same. Oh, sort it's of thing. almost
1: the same level. This yes. instead of ice <laughs> yeah. blocks, it's fire blocks. Yeah. And uh, for some reason cranky chasm is more angry at me than Angry Chasm was. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that like early morning cranky, I'm not really sure, but uh,
3: Oh boy. Yeah.
1: All right, that's <laughs> yeah. that's enough for Mario Maker. So we, at, at some point, um, we are currently kind of on the precipice of maybe another like Nintendo Direct hype week. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, uh, we, depending on exactly when that goes, we will have a, a review episode for Mario Maker. Um, so we'll we'll get our our full thoughts there and and the courses we played and such. Um, I, I will say this has been kind of an enlightening time for me. So. Look forward to that um and hopefully we get a nintendo direct which throws off all of our plans next week that would be great Uh, (laughs) (laughs) anyways um okay but speaking of nintendo directs uh we just had an indie direct so an indie world presentation from nintendo uh this week and showed off a lot of uh interesting looking upcoming indie games including a couple that actually dropped on the day of um Mm-hmm. It was a quick video. I recommend just watching it, but we can kind of go around the room and say maybe a couple games that you know caught your eye out of this presentation. Like Kevin, what would you think, man?
3: Man, you know the first one that I really, really liked from that indie world direct was uh, Baldo from Naps Team. You know, yes. it just it spoke to me. Studio Ghibli, Nino Cooney, just it just felt so reminiscent of those good times of playing that game, and now it's in this this. Action adventure RPG that I just want to sink my teeth in and pre-order like right now. Even though I'm thinking about Animal Crossing, but I want to play this now. And you know, it's gonna be it's a time exclusive coming in in the summer, and it just looks really good. The art, the art style, and I mean, in that one scene where the guy's being chased by this like this like big white monster creature. I mean, it looks cute. <laughs> and i'm just like what is that thing like i need to know the name of that thing you remember that scene it's like they're just like chasing the main character and it, it yeah. moves in the way where just like it reminds me of the polar bear story that i talked about in the music episode but oh game. classic you know right yeah yeah, <laughs> right? yeah that one <laughs> i mean now if only if he have his twin brother but you know i'm i i just really it, it just hit the good notes for me to uh mm. just you know, watch watching just the footage of like just the animations and yeah, yeah nice. I, and yeah just i'm pretty excited for that one um and then there's one more well there's another one but i i'm pretty sure it was a big hit for y'all so i'll save that for you guys to talk about i was gonna say the last campfire but um yeah uh yeah <laughs> I'm, I'll,
5: you, you guys
1: everybody's talk gonna talk about that one, one. right same, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, but uh, just to
2: just to add a, a little bit more notes on Baldur, because I honestly I wrote down the games that I wanted to discuss and I only have two and yeah, The Last Campfire and Baldo and it, do, it <laughs> does look very nice it seems like, I think the first time we saw it, it didn't seem like the story was too big of a focus in, in the game you know, it had the gameplay, it had the graphics but now they kind of mentioned, yeah, you know, the story is going to be part of this game, it's a pretty long game so that sounds very nice, it's like it's hitting all the boxes for a nice looking RPG that I may want to play a couple of years down the line <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: And there's some puzzles. There's gonna be some good puzzle solving. They, oh yeah, they definitely you know showed that quite a bit. Um, yeah, I mean it, this is like Nino Kuni's like ch- like child in the making. Mm, I don't know, yeah. right? Like yeah, I mean it's it it just it's just the art style is just so reminiscent. I don't know. I man, sign me
4: up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I watched this presentation, and the first time I saw it, I was like, eh. And then I started writing down games, and I saw it a second time. And there's seven games I actually was pretty interested in. I'm not going to talk about all seven here, Um, (laughs) you know. But one that I'm probably interested in that none of you all wrote down was that Bark game because I had the thought a few days ago I would love a co-op shmup that I could play with my daughter that wouldn't frustrate the heck out of her. And then this indie world drops, and they feature a game that's that's perfect for you. Yeah family friendly nice. co-op shmup. so that bark game uh, it's unfortunately slated for late 2020 uh, mm. so we got a little while to wait but you know she's also going to be on her own little island for a while so I'm I'm pretty excited for that one assuming they live up to their uh, bid of it being family friendly easy couch co-op I think the two of us would really enjoy playing that together
1: and it looked colorful and fun. I actually kind of... And that one caught my eye. It's probably not one that I'll pick up, but it, it was one that I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> you know?
5: hmm
3: Yeah, you know, and speaking of shmups, there was another shmup that was, you know, it was highlighted for like, I think, maybe several seconds. Skyracket, you know, from Double Dash Studios. I mean, you know, you got these two characters with, <laughs> with these like laser tennis rackets and it's like a shmup and breaker in the same game, and like when I saw that, I was like, "I gotta get it." <laughs> so just, it, gotta it get it's it.
4: interesting. It's a shmup where you can't shoot; all you can do is deflect enemy fire. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, there's a
4: there's a um, demo on Steam that so I downloaded that and played it. It's oh. actually a really fun game. I think that's one on my wish list that I'll eventually pull the trigger on. I might wait for a sale, but. I'm with you on Skyracket. That looked like an interesting title. Oh, you know what? It, in fact, uh, it, it is.
3: And it plays pretty well, too. I I played about a couple hours already, and it just feels... Yeah, it's it's a bit challenging, because then, like, you know, in the breaker style game, you want to make sure you can, you know, deflect the ball as many times as possible because you can get, you know, a, uh, you can chain your combos and get a higher score. And, yeah, it's... It, you know, it's going to exercise reflexes quite a bit. And, you know, but uh, there is a warning, though. There, there There's a bunch of colors in here. There's a lot. Like, Flash is a sub, so be careful. Like, um, it does get very colorful in this game. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that no one gets a seizure from this because it, it, it <laughs> is very, I mean, the colors are bright at times. They do so. leave
4: a warning about that for a really long yeah. time at the beginning of the game. Other games will kind of flash the warning real quick. This game leaves it up there because, as oh, Kevin yeah. said, it's really emphasized in this game, so I guess a bit of warning for people. Yep. Be careful. Yeah.
1: So, one that stood out for me was actually the very first one that they showed. It's called Blue Fire, um, mm-hmm. which I, I started calling uh, Whinja Waker. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Because it was kind of like that, just uh, ninja moves in a Wind, wind Waker style. Um, I I don't know. It looked cool. Uh, I can't really tell too much about it, but, yeah, it definitely stood out for me. Um, we'll talk about uh, The Last Campfire <laughs> in, in just a second. But I do want to hit their sizzle <laughs> reel a little bit. Because uh, there was a lot of really cool stuff in this sizzle reel that, uh, like, showed up on screen for, like, two seconds. Yeah. Uh, one thing that people are kind of hyping right now is called Ghost of a Tail. Uh, mm. Which is a mouse adventure RPG type game, and it looks really cool. Um, huh. Super Liminal looked really interesting. It was a, a first-person puzzler game where you're like changing the viewpoints on things and making things appear and such. And it actually looks like it was pretty well done. And finally, a, a game that they did not show like anything from uh, is called Bounty Battle. Um, it's almost kind of Super Smash Brothers like. It's a 2D uh, side-scrolling fighting game with a bunch of crossovers. So there's, uh, I I saw that Juan from Guacamele is in there. But then I started looking into it. There's a ton of indie characters in there, including the very first character on Switch from uh, Awesome Knots, which is a game that I would love to come to Switch. Um, oh, same side-scrolling MOBA. Uh, it's really fun. Um, anyways, I I. That one definitely caught my eye just because it looked a little bit different than most of, like, the Smash likes. Uh, anytime I say a game's kind of like Smash, I imagine people rolling their eyes because I kind of do it. Um, but, no, this one looked <laughs> actually kind of neat. So, yeah, those those were mine. Uh, anybody else have anything else they want to bring up before we get into the last campfire?
4: Moving out looks like a lot of fun, but I was bummed to hear it does not have online multiplayer planned at this time. So that might be a uh, deal killer. It yeah, it looks was for like me. Like moving company meets Overcooked 2. It looks like a blast. There's a demo mm. for it. Some in our Discord have said they've enjoyed the demo already. Without that online multiplayer, though, it's kind of a hard sell for me, but it does look like a good game. Maybe they can patch it in later. That one looked good. And Quantum League was like a big brain shooter that mm. I have like the IQ of. A donkey when it comes to first-person shooters <laughs> and that one where you have to like plan your moves in the past and future oh, at the man, same time yeah. i was just like wow it looked like a really cool concept it's a game i'll never play but i wanted to shout it out for looking like a <laughs> cre- creative take on on things and i just wanted to emphasize how neat it was to see they called it indie world mm. they really showcased developers from several nations that was really nice to uh, see yeah yeah. emphasize that gaming is truly an international community that was nice
3: yeah and that's how it should be and i mean it, it's really especially when they you can, you can tell like they are very passionate about like the projects they're working on and just excited for people to play their games and including one game uh that you know i really well it's called summer and mara it's like animal crossing new horizons but Nah, I'm not going to say it. So, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's like
4: Animal Crossing in the movie Moana had a child. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a good go. call.
3: That's a good one. And, good save, you know, Shy. <laughs> good save, yeah. And, you know, you have your own island. You can explore the ocean in this, you know, and you're swarming. <laughs> and you, it's, yeah, and this, there's actually over 20 islands to explore, and you can customize your island with, like it, it, you kind of like, pretty much like Animal Crossing, but <laughs> like Moana.
4: yeah Pretty much what I said
1: i'm I'm sure somebody out there is um like wanting to choke us for not mentioning exit the exit the gungeon which was their final uh, stinger. um mm-hmm. I don't really like enter the gungeon so I just kind of like passed by it <laughs> I was just like, okay, <laughs> that's cool it's ten bucks that's that's nice
3: it, it looked fun yeah yeah it's out so yeah <laughs> yeah
1: all right uh, by far the game of the presentation for me was the last campfire. Um, mm-hmm. And it sounds like you guys were kind of on the same page yes. there. So this is the yes. developer yes. of, uh, oh, what was it? Uh, Faster than no Man's? light? No man. No, 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 Sky. No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, which it's completely different than No Man's Sky, but it looks like <laughs> such a quality game.
4: Oh, it looked incredible. It looked to me, it looked like the game Pod. I hope I'm saying that right. In Greece, like a blend of those Ooh. two. It, had, mm. it looked like it was emotionally impactful, like Greece was. Mm-hmm. There's even that scene where he his friend is dead there and he kind of touches his head and then just like, man, this game's going to hit all the feels. Yeah. It's one I really look forward to. But that's one thing I've enjoyed on Switch is I've learned I'm really enjoying games that have these deep, impactful stories and Last Campfire looks to certainly fit that bill.
3: Yeah, and I mean, it's just if it just feels like, you know, you, you can just get sucked into this for hours and hours and I mean, I don't. I personally did not play No Man's Sky, but the fact that the same people who made No Man's Sky can create a game like this, like it just shows how versatile uh, they they are in terms of game development. And um, yeah, I mean, it's again, it's, it's another adventure. It's coming out it's summer twenty twenty. So, you know, Sergio, after a couple of years, you can probably play this. <laughs> but yeah, yeah it, and <laughs> it, it's yeah. Um, by oh, by Hello Games, right? so very good. Yeah
2: it's gonna be nice. Um, a game like this I feel like it almost needs really good involving or immersive soundtrack in, in a unique art style and I feel like based on what we saw this game definitely has both of those.
1: Oh yeah the the trailer song was fantastic. Yes. Like actual mm. vocals and such it was really emotional uh, here's hoping that's actually kind of like remi- <clears throat> you know uh 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 inter- that's how the actual game is. Hopefully, you know right. that would be awesome. Also, uh, it's nice to see this company putting a game on Switch because there was talk a long time ago of, you know, you know, could No Man's Sky potentially come to Switch? Which is a, I mean, that's a gigantic game, but you know, yeah. you never know. Uh, you, you never ever know. So um, it's just cool. I I was very happy to see it. It kind of I did not know anything about it beforehand, um, and then it was definitely definitely the game of the presentation for me so
3: yeah and for some reason like just the graphics and just the the way they did the environment it reminds me of link's awakening right like just like the way a like, little, bit, new, yeah. little yeah. bit yeah a little bit yeah a little bit i was like oh this feels a little familiar um yeah i mean if they have it on pre-order i will probably want to <laughs> <laughs> <pre-order>.
4: <laughs>
1: so overall show pretty good
4: right I thought so I actually had to watch it twice but I thought it was pretty good and real quick before we move on The Last Campfire exemplifies the importance of these directs versus just tweeting out little trickles of information if this game was mentioned just by a tweet in Nintendo I probably would have passed right by it having it in a direct which we're Mm. conditioned to be hyped for and to watch and get excited about it really caught my attention and it caught all of yours as well so hopefully Nintendo continues uh, with the directs as it seems they they will. We're just in a drought. I just really hope they <laughs> don't go to just releasing information on Twitter. It just does not have the same effect. And our discussion about last campfire I think really exemplifies that.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. Mm. And I don't think that they like. I know we had that conversation about you know are they moving past the direct? I think that was really. It was just meant to be a conversation. I don't think it... I don't see it happening. Um, because I think they do see good numbers on these things. They see a lot of good hype from them. Um, and, I mean, there's a rumor. There's always a rumor, right? Um, but there, <laughs> there was a rumor that uh, Indie World was supposed to happen this week. And a Real Direct was supposed to happen next week. Well, one of those things came true. So this rumor suddenly has a lot more credence than any of the previous ones. Um, so here's hoping. Uh, like like I said last week... Um, by the time you're hearing this, the last game that we know of that has a date from Nintendo is out. Uh, so, you know, what should we be looking <laughs> forward yeah. to? And chime in Sergio to say, nothing. Nothing. We should be looking, <laughs> 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 should be looking forward to playing more Animal Crossing.
2: It's funny because today I was, you know, browsing video game news websites and, and I realized... Oh, they are actually making more games for the future. That's interesting.
1: Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah they are. Yeah, Z-
1: Xenoblade Chronicles remake uh, got de- got a, some weird date confirmations from, like, Amazon in Mexico for the yeah. end of May, which is great.
5: Ooh.
1: Um, it's also on one of the Nintendo eShops. I can't remember which one at this point, but it's it's there. So, hey, that's coming pretty soon. So that's pretty cool. And uh, where's everything else? So, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll just see. What about Far,
3: Far, Secrets of Chronicles? I mean, what I mean, I, oh, I, I want to play that one. I mean
1: Yeah. Uh I don't know. We'll ah. we'll just have to we'll just have to see. But yeah, overall show. Um Indie World, some of these are kind of hit and miss for me. Um some of the ones in the past i have just kind of been like, yeah, I didn't like anything. This one I kind of came out going, okay, there's a lot of like potential there. It it almost it just feels like a bite sized thing. It feels like they don't show enough, which is probably a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. and then they just kind of move on. I was like, "Oh, that's a cool, that's a cool show." Nothing. I'm like, you know, give me now or anything like that. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's it, it. was a nice show. I, I liked it. Yeah, you guys like it.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And I believe it seems like we're done with a serious discussion on this one. So I have one more point that I wanted to make. I mean, if you were Nintendo, wouldn't you hire two ladies named Cindy and Mindy? to host these shows, you know?
5: <laughs> I mean, I can almost hear
2: like, hey, Cindy, let's look at some indies. Yeah, Mindy, let's do
3: it.
1: That's perfect.
3: Oh. Uh, Nintendo, if you're going to use this idea, please send
1: no uh, royalties. <laughs> No, you can have that one for free. And just for the sheer entertainment of hearing that one. That one is yours, Nintendo. Uh, <laughs> Make Cindy Mindy do indies uh, a yes. thing. Yes, on the house. <laughs>
3: That's gonna be in my head now. Oh my thanks. <laughs>
1: oh how do you transition out of that one? <laughs> uh, let's ask
3: Mindy.
2: Speaking of Cindy Mindy <laughs> well, no, I, with I great think, pain. I think
3: the what what Sergio's doing is pretty meta. I mean and, Oh no. Know, just, yeah, and I because mean, You started the surge. It it really is about Finding a way to captivate your audience with different ways of gaining their attention. I mean, it, it gets you where you're going, and, you know, we're going to do something better right now. <laughs> so,
4: <laughs> which is yeah, the so segue ever. <laughs> that was not the worst.
1: Uh, Sergio's last request for an episode topic before he sails onto his island uh, was to do a round of metagame. So yes. we're going to do a round of metagame. Sergio, tell us what we're going to do.
2: Nice. So metagame. The the way we're going to play this, each of us is going to get a card with a video game on it. So we're all going to get three different games to choose from. And then we get a random question. We have uh, a couple of seconds to think of an argument. Uh, if you guys agree, I think we should you know, keep it without online research so that it's more like an impromptu kind of uh, argument. And then we present our argument by picking one of the games as the answer to the question and then we just discuss it and we take turns uh, we go around the horn basically and then hopefully we can vote on who had the best argument
5: Sounds alright let's go
2: I have the games here we're gonna give out the games first so let's start with Daryl you're gonna get three games for this question your first game is Lemmings
1: (gasps) (laughs) okay
3: that's
1: a good one
2: your second game is Far Cry 2.
1: That is not Nintendo related, my friend.
2: <laughs> is it not? Then you get Far Cry 2 anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> and, your, and your third game is Space Invaders. Okay. okay. That's, wow. Now, shy this guy, is going to or...
1: heavily depend on the question. <laughs>
2: So, TJ, here's your first game. Ooh, Dance Dance Revolution.
1: Oh, that's <gasps> what I'm
4: picking. You can stop right there.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Man, DDR. Okay.
2: <laughs> your second game is Rez. And your third game, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Nice. <gasps> wow. That's a good one. All right, Kevin. Oh, I'm first ready. First game, Bejeweled.
3: <laughs> mm,
5: okay.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, we'll do that. <laughs> Oh, again, second game, Duck Hunt. Oh, come on. (laughs)
5: Yes. Okay. I can do that.
2: And third game, EverQuest. Oh,
3: just shut me down. (laughs) I have not played that before. (laughs) Okay. Wow. This is um... okay. That's. Would you like
1: to make a trade? No, I'm kidding. Yes, please. (laughs) But you don't know the question yet.
4: But All right. I know much about request. quest.
1: <laughs> who has the best game with the word quest in it? <laughs> <laughs> mm, debatable. Debatable. Yeah, well, actually.
2: <laughs> cool. So, my first game is Breakout. Second game is Scribble Notes.
1: Okay. <sighs>
2: Their
3: game, Worms. Whoa. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait. The original one or Armageddon, or like which Worms 2? Like, which all of yeah, them
1: the series? Uh, no, yeah, okay, <laughs> all, right, nah. all, all right. pretty and the much question the same. Is,
2: which would make a better novel? Oh boy,
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm ready. Yo, girlfriend. <laughs> oh,
4: girlfriend. Yo, oh, you ready, man? Clearly, it would be Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> Because you could write a novel how huh? you're going to go up, 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 jump forward in the world. You could have where some kid is down in the dumps and he dances his way to, to stardom and he beats the world's problems and he fights injustice in the world simply by dancing to the rhythm. He brings joy to people's hearts. Even, you could even put it in the context of today. He could live stream himself while everybody is shut it at home. And he could show how the joy of having a revolution through dancing can be done by anybody. I mean, it's the perfect novel. Who doesn't want to sit down and read that?
1: <laughs> Movie adaptation nice. by Michael Bay coming, yep. You're, yep.
4: Wow. <laughs> Michael Bay has, he cannot touch my intellectual rights, ever. <laughs> so, anyway, I mean, DDR all the way. I mean, come on. Man, that's
3: very, very interesting. Yeah, DDR. Nice. Anyone else? Or I Uh-oh. can go. Uh, yeah, sure. So, what would make the best novel? I mean, obviously, bejeweled. I mean, you know, you're talking about, you know, you you just what? How can you make <laughs> a novel about jewels? I mean, you just do. Like, you, there's there's different colors. You can you use your imagination, and it's like you you match you match the jewels, and you, they they disappear. <laughs> and I People don't even could know. steal them. They could steal them, you know. And you know what? If you were oh. basketball.
4: Shy. Why,
5: love-
3: <laughs> why would you do that man
4: because I'm if an you- evil person at heart
3: now if you if you're a thief bejeweled I mean those two just they go hand in hand and like you, that's what it's all about and I don't I'm just take me out of the equation I can't even
5: continue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Kevin's argument before TJ like <laughs> saved it there was like bejeweled right there are colors and
4: sometimes they
1: match chapter
4: two what happens when four colors touch
5: oh we don't
3: know but if you want to know you read the novel but i i was gonna think well i didn't want to do everquest because all i know is that it's an mmorpg i think it would have been a safer choice but i want to do something different so that failed miserably yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) speaking of failing miserably i'm gonna go with lemmings so imagine a novel about a group of people who are just destined to fail just destined to fail but they work together uh, for the benefit of their community rather than you know rather than individual goals and pride they build each other up they use the tools available to them all for the survival of their species. This could be one of the modern epics in our world today. And yeah, I got to go with Lemmings, the novel.
4: Mm, Nice. I got to go with Lemmings, the novel. Lemmings, the novel. (laughs) Say that joke fell flat. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I liked it. (laughs)
1: Nice. I was waiting for more people to do it. All right, Serge.
2: Well... I'm gonna go with worms and here's a you know it saddens me to be the one uh to break this to you guys but and a lot of people don't know this that the main character in the worms games the the lead worm that you control that character actually has worms in his or her stomach and those worms (laughs) have a family you know that they're there and they're trying to survive of course the main character wants to get rid of them to eradicate them but they're just trying to survive. So, you know, the novel is kind of a mess in, in a way. You kind of, it divides you into which side are you on? At the end, you don't really, really know. Nobody really wins.
4: But I feel like that's a good premise <laughs> for a novel. Remember that time you said Surge had a dark side?
1: Yeah, there it is. It's, it's coming. Confirmed. <laughs> <with> <you. laughs> yep, it's showing. All right, uh, so now's the time that, uh, that I vote for Dance Dance Revolution, the novel. There you go. Yes. <laughs>
3: I like Dance Dance Revolution,
4: the novel.
2: I would vote for Lemmings.
1: All right.
4: I got one. All right, one. Do I get to vote for myself because DDR is one of my favorite <laughs> no. games of all time, so I don't really care what any of the rest no, of you say. No, you I'm... don't get to vote for yourself. <laughs> oh, all there? right. In that case, I vote for Dance Dance Revolution, the novel. All right. I'll go with Lemmings <laughs> and tie it up. Sweet.
3: Hey. <laughs> Very good.
1: What we do we I... do now? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, next round. round. So I, he I wasn't
5: decided ready for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Alright,
2: next round. Let's start with you, Daryl. Plants versus zombies. Okay. Minecraft.
1: Okay. And
2: Pong. <laughs> wow. That's an OG. <laughs> All right, Kevin, do you get jet grind radio? Okay. You get Gran Turismo. Mmm. Mm. I have it. <laughs> and Prince of Persia. Oh! <gasps> I'm ready. Man, All <laughs> <I'm> just...
5: <laughs> uh, mm. <laughs>
2: All right, okay. TJ. You get Super Mario
1: 64. That's a good oh one. Oh my God! Wow. <laughs> okay. I don't care you... what the question is. That's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a
3: trump card right there.
2: Nice. You also get WarioWare Inc Ink mega micro games that's the first one for the GBA and Tetris oh my god <laughs> uh,
4: I'll trade and, you for okay. an animal crossing code <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I get ooh, this is timely I get doom
1: nice mm-hmm. I get
2: crayon physics deluxe hmm.
1: that's a fun crayon. game by the way <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: and the sims oh boy we're in trouble <laughs> wow that's
3: a very <laughs> interesting choice
2: Please be a good question. The question is, which is more visually beautiful?
3: Oh,
2: all
1: right. I'm gonna go with Pong. Uh, and I mean, what is more visually beautiful than simplicity? And I mean, as we progress in the era that we're we're in, we're moving to more simplistic, singular colors, and you know, just definitive, timeless designs. And what is more definitive, timeless, and dare I say beautiful then two bars and a single square that's meant to be a ball moving back and forth you it's instantly recognizable you know exactly what it is everybody knows exactly what it is and they go man that is one beautiful video game
4: well that's that's a nice. pretty good argument but I'm gonna have to go with Tetris in these trying times where everybody's uniting together, who doesn't want to see that represented visually, where these shapes that are all different, different colors and different backgrounds, how they can all work together toward a common goal. I mean Tetris is the the visual representation of unity and the human spirit and strength. I mean, how how can you top that? Let let's go with Tetris.
3: I don't know. I mean, for me, Grant Turismo, you know what I mean like talk about talk about pre fast and furious era I'm talking about 1997 man just like I just remember those days where you know you're in your Mazda MPV right yeah a minivan and you're just trying to you're driving you're trying to get the fastest time in the lap I mean it's just you in the road and all you do is just drive as fast as you can you know try to you know do a counter steer try to get the fastest time you feel good, you smell good, you look great, the speed's on your way, you just feel like a champion. The visual representation of fast, cars, could be cars of anything, you're just on the track, just imagine, no audience, just you, and you're just on your own and you're like, yeah, this, I'm in control. Visually. Yes. Gran A <laughs> <treatment>. Assimilation. <laughs> worthy. Of its time. Yes. Would you say your car goes where it's going? It definitely is, especially if it is a <laughs> Mazda MPV, not a Toyota Corolla, not an Audi or BMW. No, 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 a Mazda MPV, and it has to be beige because that is a great color. I mean, how you cannot deny a
1: beige <laughs> Mazda. I'm just gonna go with <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Sergio, what are you taking, man?
2: Nice. I am going with Crayon Physics Deluxe. I mean, yeah. what is more visually beautiful than the basis of visuals, which we could say it's colors. Um, I mean, even the other day, I was trying to sort of imagine a new color, and I kept going back to like a mixture of gold, uh, lime green, and purple, and I, I, unfortunately, I didn't come up with anything, but... I had a fun time, you know, messing with colors and imagining colors, so crayons are very colorful, of course. And also, when you talk about physics, you see the visuals of gravity and of a very good physics system in video games. It just reminds you of the natural beauty of nature.
3: (laughs) I I like nature.
1: Very good. Very well (laughs) done. Oh,
2: So I'm going to <laughs> <laughs> vote for Tetris.
1: I'm also going to vote for Tetris.
4: I'm going to vote for Crayon. I mean, you got colors and physics together. I mean,
1: come on. that That's, I mean, that's
4: built for me. That's my the game pick. is super
1: fun, by the way. I used to play the heck out of that game. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
4: Nice. I,
1: yeah,
3: I'm going to go with that, too. You know, I, I, I did not do well in physics as, as what I wish I could have done. But, I mean, colors, hell yeah. I mean, crayons, man, I mean so
1: what we've learned is that TJ has definitively won the game. <laughs> yes.
4: With it's two how half done. points. Otherwise, if you wa- we could have the, the viewers or listeners settle the, the ties in our episode uh, talkback channel otherwise.
5: Um, <laughs> <nah. Yes. laughs> hey. well, I'll just well, take the on.
4: trophy. All right, you guys suck. I win, so. Yep. Well, i <laughs> <Yep. yeah. God. laughs>
3: Well, you know, I mean, come on.
4: Didn't you Who hear Daryl talk about simplicity? Just go with it. I win. Well, they say that simplicity
3: <laughs> is the ultimate sophistication. So I, I guess that there is a point there. Uh. Uh-huh. but I, I, you know, come on, y'all, Mazda MPV. I mean, it's the car of a generation. How, how can you not? I don't know. You, you said,
1: "I find beige it odd was beautiful. how complicated that statement is for what it's trying to say." I'm just <laughs> I, gonna
4: you, say you that. Know,
5: it, it, I think mm. what he said
4: was I won.
5: Yeah, <laughs> I think that's
1: <laughs> All right. Uh... Well, I think that's actually going to do it for our episode, but first, we got to we got to wrap up some question stuff. Sergio, what you got, man?
2: Yes, our question last week was other than Mario, what Nintendo franchise would make the best maker game and why? So, we got a couple of answers on our Discord. Dragon said that a Zelda maker is still an obvious choice, especially if people could get to design really clever dungeons. Which is true, we kind of got a taste of it in League's Awakening for Switch, but they could do so much more with that. So Cube said, oh I love this answer by the way, Kirby maker would be delightful. With Dreamland, Superstar, and Return to Dreamland or Triple Deluxe as the different themes, maybe even have an Epic Yarn or Crystal Shards as the special theme. Kirby has more than enough games to draw stuff from, and it would be fun to see the newer copy abilities in the older games. How true is that?
4: That's pretty solid response.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Nice. So, Big Shot said, Mario Kart Maker. Mod Nation Racers was a fun game and made designing a track fun. Why not Mario Kart 2? Good point. And Dr. Fact said, the last answer we have is F-Zero Maker. Of course. yes. Imagine it would be an F-Zero <laughs> game that Kevin might actually play. No oh, chance. Dang. Oh, my God. <laughs> no I chance. Could, His name is uh, Dr.
4: Fact. He only speaks facts.
3: That's, that's not <laughs> uh not I'm going to go away now. No, I'm, kidding, I'm here. <laughs> he got me on that one. So what
2: I would suggest, and Dragon kind of mentioned it, but I omitted it conveniently (laughs) so that I can mention it, (laughs) a a Metroid maker. And the way I envision it is you would have a, like a Metroid room. um, Basically, the challenge is in a single room. You can make it small or you can make it very, very large. But when you go to another room on any direction, really, it would connect you to another Uh, different challenge room so you could kind of have like an endless mode or you can say give me 10 rooms in different difficulty or only give me rooms that are between seven and and nine levels of difficulty like really hard rooms so i feel like it, it would be a nice way to sort of make like an impromptu metroid game but you could also make an endless one which sounds pretty cool
4: well i was also going to put metroid maker as my answer for a very different reason oh that way you know, Mario Maker levels, on average, are already awful, and the game has taught me <laughs> the general populace does not need level creation tools, and to make a proper Metroid game would be so much more difficult, and I think it would turn out so awful that people would just stop this whole Maker business and leave it in the professionals' hands. Oh, that's brutal. <laughs> I choose <Whoa>. Metroid Maker. <laughs> oh, wow. man. Wow. <laughs> Well, someone's so, got to say it, you know.
1: <sighs> <laughs> I I have some comments on that, but I'm going to save that for our Mario Maker episode. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking the better of them right now. Uh, Kevin, what you got, man?
3: Man, I'm. you know what? This is off of left field. You know, you may not expect it. You probably shouldn't. Uh, Pokemon Maker. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm telling you right oh. now, Pokemon Maker, you know, and you can make it in a way where... Uh, <laughs> which might go against the general consensus a certain set of pokemon so let's say like you know 151 and then it could be you know it make you know you get a good mix and then you can build your own you know own world and eight gyms. and then you know you you know you'll have like a a rock type you're a rock gym later and then you'll have like a grass and you'll have a water type layer named wave and you know he'll have you know some of the <laughs> best water pokemon ever and you know just and I think your main character could, does not have to be a 10 year old boy or girl. It could be, I don't know, a 25 year old or even a 75 year old. Like, it, it could be any age you want, you know, as long as that person <laughs> has, is old enough to talk. And hey,
1: come here, you <laughs> kids. I want to battle your Pokemon.
5: <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> exactly.
3: Those things can happen. And you could create your own team bad people. Or Team Rocket, oh. Team
4: Aqua. I don't know. I
3: don't it know, sounds man. like or how
4: Game Freak actually does it. Maybe that's yeah. what they do. They just grab <laughs> yeah. a group off the street and say, hey, guys, come use our maker. <laughs> All right, True. that's the next Pokemon Bunch game. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. We got and, the inside and, scoop here first that, on NJP.
3: Man. <laughs> I
4: need a break. <laughs> that can be fun, though. You know, people love the world of Pokemon. I could see that.
2: And we might have a naturally difficult Pokemon game for once.
1: Uh, <sighs> Ooh! Don't be Dang. crazy, Sergio. <laughs> I want I want Pokemon to the levels of like the Mario Maker levels of just like whatever the Pokemon equivalent of Hammer Brothers are. Just like throw them everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> oh!
4: You encountered a battle with twelve dozen
1: Hammer Bromons. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh
4: God! But. <laughs> Did, did I put
3: twelve, uh, twenty-four of them? No, I
1: didn't. no, no. matter which type your Pokemon is, it's always super effective against you. Oh yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> oh
3: boy. Um, but yeah, Pokemon.
1: So Maybe. my first thought was actually Mario Kart. Uh, so Big Shot, you totally stole my answer there, bud. Um, <laughs> I, honestly, I I think that that is probably the cleanest, most uh, friendly one because designing tracks is naturally pretty friendly to do. It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that would actually spice up Mario Kart, so yeah, perfect. Um, mm. But since I gotta choose my own, because Big Shot is a jerk, uh, I'm gonna <laughs> go with... You're not a jerk, you're actually a really cool guy. Uh, I'm gonna go with um, NES Remix Maker, or oh. maybe SNES Remix Maker. So if you ever played those games, the NES Remix games, uh, basically there was a bunch of like really short challenges that kind of captured the feel of the... St- classic NES games but also there were some remix challenges like putting uh, Kirby in a Zelda game and other things like that and characters that shouldn't be where they they were uh, based on scenarios and there were little time challenges and such Um, being able to just like have that tool set and so you're not really making the levels but you're putting different characters in the different scenarios and stuff and setting the challenges and maybe sharing them online and stuff would be uh, yeah. At least, at least a nice little diversion. I, I would enjoy that. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: That, that's a solid pull. I'd like that. Make that happen. Yes. You hear that,
3: Nintendo? Please.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's our question for this
4: week, Serge?
2: Our weekly question of the week <laughs> is: <laughs> This is actually, <laughs> this is actually our first two-part question. This is interesting. So. Ooh. But you're not going to be here
1: for the second part. So why are you doing this?
2: <laughs> no, he Well, yeah. Probably. <laughs> no, I'm well,
1: kidding, I'm kidding. It's I'm kidding. a two two
2: Sorry. option question. Let's say so. If you did get Animal Crossing: New Horizons, what did you name your island and why? If you didn't get Animal Crossing, if you had a deserted island all to yourself, what would you name it and why? There we
3: oh. go. I thought you were going to say, if you didn't get ammo crossing, why don't you right now? <laughs> yeah,
1: was, uh, what the heck is wrong with you? Yeah, that, that's exactly where my mind went. huh. Yeah. It, it, it
2: was considered. I, I thought the better of it. <laughs> oh, oh, that's well, a good question.
3: Yeah, I like it.
2: Nice. Well, with that, thank you for listening, everyone. We're going to jump out of here. But you can keep the discussion going by chatting with us on our Discord group. The description for this episode has a link to our Discord if you would like to join. We are also on Twitter and on Instagram as Nintendo Jump, and we also have a Facebook group. Please send us any feedback you have at Podcast at gmail.com. The best way to support the show is through our Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash NintendoJump, or by leaving a review for the show in your favorite podcast application. We would really appreciate it. This is Sergio, and on behalf of Daryl, Kevin, and Shai, thanks for listening. We hope you have a great week. Bye-bye.
1: See ya.
4: Bye-bye. Bye,
3: everybody.